Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomer women who are embracing life as we grow older. But if we are honest with ourselves, we know that sometimes embracing life has its challenges as we age, and that's where today's guest comes in. Jane Goldman has enjoyed a high-powered career as a general counsel and vice president of Warner Brothers Distri- Distributing Corporation. I can't even say it, and she did it. <laughs> She also acted as the litigation's counsel to Time Warner, Inc. But now, like so many of us, she is going in a new and more fulfilling direction and choosing to explore her unique creative side. Jane is a keen observer of Life After 50 and has recently released a beautifully written book of essays, poems, and insights around growing older as a woman today. It's called With No Regrets, Getting Older, Face It, Live It, Love It, and I know this book is going to touch you as deeply as it has me, and believe me, that is the truth. Jane's joining us today to share all about it, and I can't wait to get going. So welcome, Jane. Well, thank you so much, Eileen, for having me on your program and for having a program such as this, which is a very good thing for women over 50. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And and before we start, uh, again, I'm going to gush a little bit. But this book, with no regrets, oh my gosh, uh, you, I think any reader can connect with 90% of it. Some of it's unique to you, but uh, we can all again connect with that as well. But the way that you you write, I mean, it's evocative, it's emotional, it's beautiful, and it's really inspiring. So, tell us a little bit about how you chose to write. Write this book, and then one more thing, and then I want you to do the talking. But you wrote in the foreword that it was kind of frightening to put some of these thoughts out there, and it is very personal. So tell us a little bit about your process and how the book was created. Right, and first, thank you, Eileen, for reading the book, and I'm glad it touched you because the best thing for me, having written the book, is when I hear from people that it meant something to them, and it's interesting how different things mean different people, different things to different people, and it evokes a conversation, which is important as we get older. But as to creating this book, I, uh, when I stopped working as the uh, overseeing litigation at Time Warner, I decided this about 15 years ago, I decided it was time to return to my passions. And I must say, I think that's the best way to deal with aging. But I returned to it and I took a writing class at the new school. And in that class, I wrote a lot of pieces, small pieces. uh, And most of them were about, a lot of them were about my life. And a lot of them were about my friends' lives. And then I found writing them was a wonderful way to express thoughts and feelings about having about the different subjects. Sometimes you don't know what you're thinking until you put it down on paper. But 15 years later, I um, became introduced to Cheryl Benton, who has a magazine, a wonderful magazine, The Three Tomatoes. And I thought some of these pieces might be appropriate for her magazine. She read them and like you, she was touched by them. And she said, you know what, I think you should put this in a book. And she said, I wrote a few books. I'm now a publisher, and I would love to have your book as my first book. And so I said, mm. okay, not, not knowing what was really involved in writing a book. But with that, 
I had uh, I got back to my writing, and in no time, and I hadn't written in a number of years, I started writing again and getting in touch with a lot of the thoughts that I had, and then we put the book together. It's definitely a journey of uh, passion and effort, and uh, and again, so rewarding when I hear remarks such as what you gave me and other people have. So that's well, well, it, it definitely. And isn't it interesting how the universe kind of provides you with, you know, pathways to to follow your passion? I mean, once you started right. thinking, then you met Cheryl, and then this whole new area opened up for you. And I think with this book, well, I know with this book, your readers are going to ignite some of their own passions because, again, it's really – it's personal to you, but it's also personal to so many of us. So it was very meaningful for me to get to read it. But speaking of meaningful, you title, entitled the book with no regrets, getting older, and then face it, live it, love it. Uh, but why did you choose the title, and why was that important to you? Um First of all, I want to just remark about what you said. I think one of the wonderful things about uh, getting older is what you start to learn is to say yes, not no. And I was glad I said yes to this project because it's always easy to say no and hide or or protect yourself. But I picked this title. It was not an easy um, decision. And my last piece is titled With No Regrets. And I think I was very struck, and this might sound sad, but it was very inspiring. Uh, I had an older sister who was unfortunately given a, a very deadly diagnosis of cancer. And when she heard it, she, the first thing she said, pretty much the first things were, I have no regrets. I lived my life the way I wanted to. I saw every city I needed to see. And I even just bought another Chanel pocketbook, and I'm glad I did it. So it was mm-hmm. a very inspiring, a very inspiring statement. And I think it was a lesson to me and a lesson, I think, to everybody because it is um, so many of us get tied up in worrying about other people, worrying about doing a good job, worrying about the family, worrying about the house clean, all those things, and forget about putting ourselves also on top of the bucket list of doing our top priorities. So I think as I've gotten older, while I still am very cognizant of being there for everybody I love and even some people I don't, uh, I also try to be there for myself so that I do things important to me that that becomes a priority, not just other people's needs. And I think um, so I, I too want to be able to say and hope to say and will say, you know, I have no regrets. I live my life the way I wanted to. So that's how that got that title. Oh, it's so beautiful, and I, yeah. I love what you just. I'm sorry, I, I love what you just shared yeah. about your sister because uh, that. I mean, what what a what a you know a meaningful, what a wonderful way to feel as we look back over the years, and that's one of the things about aging. I think we do look back over the years, but living in greater alignment, saying yes to ourselves along with everybody else, uh, it, it right. really yeah. is one of the best aspects of aging. Definitely. I mean, there are um, very positive things about aging. There are, of course, negative things. And I'm hopeful in my book that nobody thinks I'm a Pollyanna or glossing over the difficulties. Hello, Jane. Yes, yes. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. You, you, uh, we missed some of that. Um, you said there's some difficult oh. things about it. Definitely. Like everything in life, good comes with bad, bad comes with good. But um, aging comes with lots of good things. 
it comes hopefully with having more time for oneself to pursue passion. A lot of us put to sleep the things that meant things to us when we were kids, and then we get involved with family and work and then don't pursue it. So um, if, if there's more time uh, being retired or whatever, uh, one can reawaken all those passions one may have uh, put to rest. Um, and I think it's also important to, you know, to have a sense of humor. I read somewhere that Mother Nature has no sense of humor, so we better have it. So I think as you get older, <laughs> we've, we've all been through a lot. So I think one can be a little lighter about a lot of the things that um, are not so light. Um, so there's a lot of, um, I, I, you know, saying yes to things rather than being afraid. I think as we get older, we learn to accept ourselves better. I have a, a, a piece in my book about being graded, and it may not be my most prominent piece, but, you know, as we're kids, we have to get a good grade in school. We have to get into a good college. You have to get a good job. You have to please everybody. But in the end, in this stage, we only have to please ourselves and those people we love, of course. So I think that it's um, accepting ourselves for our good and our bad and embracing life. And um, and I think if we do that, then certainly my book title, With No Regrets, um, becomes much more meaningful. Well, and uh, you mentioned the sense of humor, and I have to say one of the funniest ones was when you said that our 90% of our brain's energy is keeping us upright, and then, then we're right. growing shorter. I mean, just, I, well, and of course, the I, physical stuff you have to have a sense of humor about. Oh, totally. And I do have a piece in there about um, maybe we, it's a piece that starts off with where did I go? Because I too, like a lot of other people, even when you're young, 30 or 40, it would be I'd look in the mirror and say, what happened to me? Where did I go? But I think as I get older, really, where did I go? But I think um, what I end that piece with, and I don't mean to be Pollyanna or about the process of aging and as women all want to look good or as good as we did and uh, and just for ourselves as much as anybody else. But I talk about maybe we could, it would be wonderful if we could uh, see what the years gave us, not what they took away, and see in our, mm. our smile lines, the smiles we were given, um, to see in the forehead lines that all of us probably use Botox for, uh, you know, the, the accomplishments, <laughs> not, not, our, not, our, not our disappointments. And I think it's, I have more that I say in that piece, but it doesn't mean that people can't keep on going to beauty parlors and dermatologists, but I do think that we've earned our faces, and it's um, we should look at it respectfully and appreciate it, and, and appreciate that we're still here. There was another thing I read, which may not so, seem so funny, but if you're not aging, you're not here, and so it's a wonderful thing to celebrate life, and I, you know, try to do that, and I try to convey that. Not in a Pollyanna way. I try to be realistic. We do have difficulties getting older, but that is in every stage of life. So, um, but I think it's to appreciate uh, everything that we're given and have, and um, and embrace it. Well, and speaking of embracing, you write a, a, a number of things around friendship, uh, and uh, you mentioned your sister. What a what an inspiring sister to have had. But you also had a friend who's ill. And uh, tell us right. a little bit about how, how our friendships evolve and change, and I think grow more meaningful as we age. Definitely. Partly because uh, we may not have as much of a family structure as we age. The generation above us who have been 
because I have a piece talking about um, being an older orphan, uh, but the people who were our caretakers, the next generation are gone, and so we're moving up that ladder, maybe quicker than we want, but it's good to be on that ladder. And I think in, in that going up and maybe not having as many um, people above you, Friendship, friendship's always important, but I think it becomes particularly important. And I wrote an article called The No Matter What Friend, because we could also have a lot of friends. We could have a world of friends, but then it's important to have those, quote, no matter what friends, those friends who are really there, that will be there, that you can rely on, that you always love unconditionally, like your parents hopefully did. And and in the end, you hopefully are that kind of friend to them because it's not something that's given freely. But if you have that circle of no matter what friends and you can have your other circle, that's just a wonderful way to go through all stages of life from early on. But I think we appreciate it more um, as some of the parents and people who loved us unconditionally might not be around to continue to do that. So we choose our friends and hopefully can go through our process of aging with Oh, yeah, Jane. And, and too, I think, uh, well, <laughs> Betty Davis, as you know, that famous uh, quote or quip, aging ain't for sissies. Right. Uh, friends can really alleviate a lot of that. And, and too, I think when we're younger, we're building careers or we're rearing families or we're right. doing, you know, we're focused on immediate and we kind of lose our friends for a while, not terribly but you know they get it they're more distanced now they become a more intimate part of our lives and so speaking of betty davis's quote what do you think about uh, aging ain't for sissies you've you've definitely like you say you're not a pollyanna but you do put a really um you know uplifting point on uh, many of the articles in the book thank you but i totally agree with her you know you have to face it with a little bit of courage and determination because it's not easy as we go through our changes and we worry about uh, so many things about aging. But um, so it is not for sissies, and I think that's her point. You got to be like, it is what it is. Thank God I could have this problem. If you didn't have this problem, then you have no problems. <laughs> but we want to have this problem and to appreciate and embrace it as, as we do every other stage, but embrace it for the things that it gives us, not what it takes away. Being cognizant, too, that it is not for sissies. I don't mean to take a light attitude towards it. But I must say that was one of the helpful things for me about writing these pieces because it made me realize a lot of things that I wrote that I don't know that I totally appreciated. And I try to now, and I must say at moments when I begin to feel like, oh, God, how did this happen to me? I, I read back on some of my pieces and I'm reminded of being grateful that I'm here to complain about that and let me just enjoy every single day and appreciate it. So it's not a Pollyanna attitude. It's a realistic attitude. It's wonderful that we're here, and it's wonderful if we have any complaints. And, and we should embrace it and just do it with our friends who become our family as we grow into this next stage of our life. Wow, well, that beautiful thoughts and just as, just as wonderful as, as the essays in this book. Uh, and before we have to leave, Jane, you have a website. So where can our listeners go to find out more about you and, of course, uh, get a copy of this fabulous book? Well, the book is on Amazon, and if you just put in or you read us put in, well, you don't need it, uh, with no regrets, 
uh, and just put in my name. They don't have to put in the entire uh, title. Uh, so um, my name should pop up. And um, otherwise, my website is under my name, um, uh, Jane H. Goldman. And um, I think that would be a way that they can just go and put in my name and it should pop up. But, um, well, yes, and also on the website, you've got, you know, interesting information, and, and I think people would enjoy right. reading what you have to share. Right, and talking about that piece that you talked about, about uh, that 90% of our brain uh, it works on standing up, why am I getting shorter? I had a friend of mine who read it at a, uh, at a party that I did, and it's, it's, very, it's actually it's on my website, and it's a very funny uh, piece that he did. But again, we have to absorb all those things. I don't like getting shorter, um, but I'm still here and I'm still standing. And and I say in that piece, I now know the ground upon which I stand. And I think that's worth losing an inch or two for to feel very, very grounded on the ground that I stand. So again, you get sometimes a little bit of the bad with the good, but it's always to focus on the good and accept the bad or the difficulties. Well, Jane, on that very high and inspiring note, <laughs> we'll have to close. But I want to thank you so much, not only for writing this beautiful book, which belongs in every boomer's library, I have to say, because it's something that I know I'm going to return to again and again. And like you say, you yourself, when you're feeling kind of down, you'll go pick out a selected piece and read it and re-inspire your, yourself. So thank you for your right. time, your information, and sharing all of this. Okay, and thank you, Eileen, for the very fact of your program and for having me participate in it. I thank you. Well, it was a delight, and I do urge every one of you listeners out there, please check out Jane's website. Goldman, G-O-L-D-M-A-N. You'll find out more. You can read that great story that she's talking about. And also make sure that you get a copy of her book with no regrets, Getting Older, Face It, Live It, Love It. And don't forget, the holidays are right upon us, so these would make a wonderful gift to any of your friends because uh, we are all sharing in the journey together. Uh, and as Jane says, it's it's better than the alternative, etc. But there certainly are some challenges, and all of us can use a little inspiration at this time and while you're at it don't forget to go out there and show the world just how fast feisty and fabulous a woman over 50 can be this is mary eileen williams at feisty side of 50 radio saying i'll catch you next time bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.